the teams you care about. Patriots and the playoffs. I'm impressed, but I'm not surprised. This is exactly where I expected them to be. The stories that matter to you. Look, I, I can't seem to want to pull the trigger on any huge free agent deals for the Red Sox, but I would trade Bobby Dolbeck. That I know for sure. This is your home for New England sports. If UVM wants to win and win big, they need stars to play like stars. This is the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV-AM, FM, and WDEVradio.com. What's up, everybody? Brady Farkas Show here on this Thursday on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. This is the definition of not here for a long time, just here for a good time. So about three and a half hours ago, we got word that high school basketball today was being moved up one hour. So instead of being on until 6.45, I'm only on until 5.45. Brent Curtis is waiting courtside for girls' hoops between Spalding and LaMoyle, that game being played at LaMoyle. So we'll have the coverage for you then. So we'll just get right into it here on the Brady Farkas Show. If you feel like it, you can get in on the Napa-Morrisville-Napa-Waterbury text line, 802-585-3026. My apologies to Buster Olney of ESPN, who now we can't have on live on the air. I did speak to Buster earlier today, though, and we put that interview up on the podcast channel. So if you want to talk a little baseball, if you want to hear a little baseball talk with Buster, he's one of the best. The interview is available for you already on the podcast channel. So let's waste literally no time. Five, four, three, two, one. And here we go. And the opening thoughts on the Brady Farkas show brought to you by Sticks and Stuff and Swanton Lumber, Vermont's most complete locally owned home center. Enosburg, Derby, Middlesex, St. Albans, and at Swanton Lumber. They're online at sticksandstuff.com. Big game tonight. UVM men's basketball opening up conference play at home. Patrick Jim, 7 o'clock against UNH. And the game being televised nationally on ESPNU. Really, the 15 minutes we have is just going to serve as a pregame for that game. As a preview for that game. I am jacked up for this game. I was at... It was four years ago. God, four years ago. 2017, the last time that UVM was on ESPNU. It was against UNH. UVM won it. I was in the building. It was an awesome experience. It was an awesome vibe. And I'm sure it's going to be equally as awesome tonight. UVM comes in at 8-4 and four overall. It's the conference opener for them after losing out on the game against UAlbany last weekend. UNH comes in at 5-4. and four. It's their conference opener also. They've had all kinds of bad luck with their opponents in COVID-19. UNH, despite being just over 500, is said to be pretty good this year. They only lost to Marquette by 5 at the outset of the season. So, I'm jacked for this game. The um, environment at Patrick Jim, I think, is going to warrant that excitement. The nationally televised angle is huge for... This team's exposure for family members who want to watch from this team, for fans around and alumni from around the country, as well as recruiting. So this is a big deal tonight. The I think that the mo I think the thing to watch most in this game, the most important aspect to this game, is what happens in the first ten minutes of the game. We we can talk about shooting percentages and how how much somebody got to the foul line and Blah, 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 blah. We could talk about all that. But really, when it comes down to it, watch the first 10 minutes of this game and just see what happens because that is the key. 
how are teams going to control their emotions? Who can control their emotions better? Because both teams are going to be amped up. It's going to be a full crowd. The emotions are going to be fluttering. And, I mean, these teams haven't played. UVM has played once since December 10th. UNH has had its last four games canceled or postponed. So these teams are going to be emotional. They're going to be excited. They know they're playing. They know they're playing in front of a full house, and they know they're playing on nationally tele on national uh, television. Who can control their emotions the best? That is what matters. I think they're both going to come out amped up. I think they're both going to come out and try to play fast and try to play at a frenetic pace. But the real question is, is how does that manifest itself? Does it manifest itself in one team having six turnovers in the first 10 minutes and being down 18 to four? Or does it manifest itself in both teams being rusty and sloppy and it's 8-8, nobody can shoot, and there's six minutes left in the half? I don't know how this is going to go, but watch the first 10 minutes because that will tell you. This game will settle in eventually. These two teams will find a rhythm eventually. The question is, is what is it going to look like when it gets there? If UVM comes out and forces New Hampshire into six turnovers quickly and they're pressing and UNH is dribbling the ball off their foot and the Catamounts can get up 17-3 to three, six minutes into the game, then that's going to tell you one thing. If both these teams come out and they're both turning it over and neither team can shoot and it's 11-11 with four minutes left in the half, well, that's going to tell you what you're in for in the second half. The, the, the first 10 minutes are the key here. There's always the, the the actual basketball stuff to worry about, right? How many, you know, uh, what what kind of looks were you getting? Who who had the hot hand? There's all, always that stuff. Today, it's just about emotion. Watch the beginning of the game. Watch the emotion of the game and see who handles it better. Because if this game... I think UVM has the ability to take control of it early more so and better than UNH does. But if, if somebody gets up 17-6, to 21-9, then, well, that team's going to have a decided advantage, obviously. So who controls emotions better? That's the number one thing that you should be looking at tonight. And two, I've talked about this a little bit this week. The thing that I want to see most about this team at the beginning of conference play tonight and the next couple of games UVM plays is how does the rotation shake out in league play, especially at the number two guard spot? Because Ben Shungu is the unquestioned leader of the Catamounts backcourt. Scoring, defense, leadership, he's got it all. He's the guy. Who's after him? Who is after him? That is what we need to find out. And so, if you're asking me what basketball thing tonight I want to watch for, that is the answer. Who asserts themselves behind Ben Shungu? Is it Robin Duncan, who's a good passer and a good defender and is a good leader, but can't score? Is it Aaron Deloney, who we know can score, but can he score consistently enough to play? Is it the newcomer, Cam Gibson? I don't know. That's why I want to see. I don't know the answer. Tom Brennan, former Catamount Hoops coach, he knows the answer. 
And that's very fair. And when you ask me what, what, what were they doing for the last 14 days, I'll bet they were trying to assess uh, of those three uh, who's, who's playing the best right now. Now, obviously, to me, it's a no-brainer. You go with, uh, with Deloney right now because he's coming off an 18-point game. So you, we're going to see what he's got and, uh, and trust that uh, uh, not even that we have to hide him on defense. Yeah, 18 points in 18 minutes for Aaron Deloney the last time the Catamounts played in that December 22nd win at home against Colgate. Is it him who takes the bull by the horns? I don't know. That's what I want to see. If you you ask me, Brady, what's the one thing that you want to, that that you want to focus on basketball wise for the Catamounts as we start conference play? That is it. Yeah, yeah, they need to shoot the three better. Yeah, they need to get to the line often. But who is playing in the rotation at the guard spot after Ben Chungu? Because if this team as a whole continues to not be able to score then can you really afford to punt another position on the court and play Robin Duncan I would say no if this team decides that they want to play up tempo and really force the issue offensively then Deloney probably is your guy because he has that ability but does he have it consistently enough we're gonna have to try to figure that out that's what you know non-conference didn't really give us that answer UVM had too much inconsistent play at that backup guard spot, at that second guard spot. Now as we get into conference play, they are going to need to kind of solidify their rotation and the guys that John Becker can trust. UVM is 8-4. and four. They're taking on UNH tonight, 7 o'clock. Becker was speaking yesterday with Andy Katz of NCAA.com, said his team's ready to go. Um, but but I feel really good about this group. We're an old, experienced team. Uh you know, we're kind of battle-tested. We played a really competitive non-conference schedule, a lot of games at neutral sites and on the roads against some, some really good teams. And, um, you know, we're excited to, to kick off league play. I'm excited for them to kick off league play, too. They do so in about an hour and 20 minutes. That game, again, at Patrick Jim, nationally televised on ESPNU. I told you it was going to be quick. That's it. Brady Farkas show is done. High school basketball is coming up next. It's girls hoops between Spalding and Lamoille. We will be back at it on the Brady Farkas show again tomorrow. We will have mostly a full show tomorrow. We're up until about 6.30. We got Norwich hockey tomorrow night as they take on Hobart. Uh, Hobart rather. So Phil Perry, NBC Sports Boston, will be with me tomorrow at 5.45, and he will help us get us ready for, hard to believe, the Patriots' final regular season game as we preview Pats and Dolphins. Brady Farkas show coming up tomorrow again at 530. High School Basketball is next right here on WDEV.